Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard, and I live in a trailer park called Chancellor Park, and I mow lawns. I'd like to introduce you to my town. I've been making YouTube's videos since about 2006, and then I've transitioned over to other platforms like the TikToks and the whatnot. But here on this podcast, I'd like to clue you into what's going on with me here lately. And this is like a pre-introduction. Now I'm going to send it off to myself for the real introduction. I'm glad you joined me. Bink, bink. Welcome to the Tappin' Dillard Podcast, y'all guys. Well, this is Season 4, Episode two's now. We two episodes in to the very poor season of the Tappin' Dillard Podcast. Me, I'm Tappin' Dillard, and we into the merry month of August now. I don't know if folks call it the merry month, but why can't it be? I mean, we got to say merry for December's and Christmas times. Merry August, y'all. It's hotter than a squirrel in a flannel pillowcase. Of course, I ain't a squirrel, and I can't fit in a pillowcase myself. I'm a full-grown man, but I'm pretty sure that'd be so hot. That heat'll get you. I want to thank all y'all who listened to the kickoff to season fours of the podcast, the ratings, the comments, sharing the podcast. All that helps. There's some new stuff that came out in July I'll talk about in a minute. You might know about it already. You might not. But something happened this week. couple things. Uh, the, you know, there's that uh, Tab and Dillard uh, the podcast shirt. Uh, it's a shirt. You know how shirts are. You, you wear shirts. They, they go over the torsos. You got a place for your neck to go through with your head and then two places for your arm. I don't got to explain a shirt to you. But anyways, uh, you, can, you can check out the new uh, merch uh, and the old merch. There's a link for uh, the, the shirts and hats in the show notes. But something new this week. Uh, that got launched like a boat off a ramp, like a bike into a lake, which I did do that this past week. You may have seen that video on the on the interwebs where I hit a ramp, but I was trying. I was late to the water. I thought I was on time. Apparently, I got there uh, later than Cliff wanted to wait, and he's already out there in the boat. And I thought, well, I mean, the boat's there. I'm here. Uh, some somehow I got to I got to get the directory, the directory uh, under my my wheel strength uh, to catch some air and to land it on that that bass boat. I did not land it on the bass boat, but that's okay. But that ain't what we launched. I mean, that's not what I'm talking about. That got launched, but this is like what we launched this week was a uh, you know Tavin Dillard and Chancellor Park. That's where I'm from on Patreon. So, folks, you know, there's a lot of folks that have been listening. They they excited about the podcast. They really uh, give them good feedback. Y'all guys have been on that and my videos and what I'm doing. And uh, folks have asked for a movie, for a TV show. You know, things that uh, more uh, content in maybe a different way, not just for your ears, but, you know, kind of thing. And uh, Patreon is where folks can pitch in if you want to do that. Um, and they got whatever. You know, you, it's like a monthly thing. You want to give a dollar a month or five dollar a month or whatever and there's some rewards on there you can see too uh and i appreciate it because it helps uh move this forward and helps chancellor park grow and get the word out and i keep turning out you know things like uh the tab dealer podcast that you listen to here so you'll see that first probably today is the the link to patreon and you can check all that out and then you'll see the link to them things uh if this is your first time listening i do want to say welcome uh, i mentioned before but it's been at least 47 seconds or so that my name is tabin dillard I live in Chancellor Park. I mow lawns, and this is uh, the Tap and Dillard podcast. And one of the places in town that's a real hot spot uh, for my Meemaw and a bunch of other folks is Early Bird Gets the Perm. That's where Meemaw gets her hair did. 
Chet Dilroy's wife, Gracie, and her sister, Delondra, run early bird gets to perm. Well, I drawed like a new logo for them. You know, back in the spring, it got put on a shirt uh, that didn't come out till just this summer's. And that shirt's finally available. Uh, it was going to be ready in the spring, we thought, but it, it wasn't. And so it showed up in July's. Uh, I mean, that early bird is now getting the perm. And also, the no pro fishing hat came out, too. I'm happy with how that turned out. I wear it on my head, keeps the sun out. And that hat I can wear, you know, to the water. And it's easy to wear while I snack. It don't it don't restrict my hands going into a bag of hot fries and come back out with some hot fries and putting them in my mouth like that away. It just sit on top of my head. That's what the No Pro hat do. I like a good snack. You probably know that about me by now, though. I don't guess I have to say that again. What are you snacking on this week, y'all? I'll tell you right now, I got my mind on some county fair food. Our county fair food is next month. I mean, the whole not just the food. The whole fair is next month in September's. Uh, and that fair food is delightful. What do you like fried, Tavin? Well, I'm glad you asked. I like them corn dogs. That's the only way you can have a corn dog, best I can tell, is fry it. Ain't that truth? Or else it's just a hot dog uh, in wet batter. I mean, you got you to gotta fry that thing. Uh, funnel cakes, deep fried Oreos, bacon. Which, bacon ain't got to be dipped in batter and fried. You ain't got to dress up bacon. You know about that? I mean, it just is what it is. Just keep it simple. But I ain't mad at deep fried stuff. You ever had deep fried butter? Buddy, I have. And when you bite into that deep fried butter on a stick, it just bleeds butter. It kind of tastes like a cinnamon roll, really. It's just, you know, you bite into that. It's buttery, uh, fried goodness. Batter and butter. And woo, look out, winning. Barbecue, that's good at the county fair, too. I mean, we got some time before all that, but I'm just telling you, all that's on my radar, and I'm steady thinking about it right now. You got to kind of, just like fishing, you prepare by getting your snacks ready. Well, I prepare for the county fair by thinking about what's going on there with the food, the fried food, the fun food, the cooked food. I'm all about it. You know about that? When you see something on the schedule that's coming up and you kind of excited about it, all the way up to real excited, like I'm a little bit excited to real, real, real excited. Like you think about it kind of a lot, but you maybe you think about it a lot, a lot. That's kind of what's going on with me. But this week was not the county fair. That ain't this week. That's not what happened. Right now, I'm just anticipating. But what I'm doing this past week, you ask? Because I wasn't just sitting around anticipating all week, y'all guys. Stuff was going on, and I wanted to catch up on it. I was doing a lot of stuff. I've been mowing lawns. Let's start with that. That's what I do. Tavin's Lawn Care Services. And I got clients and, of course, softball season going on. Team Burger Shed, we four, two, and two this season. That means we won four times already this season. And how many we lost is two. Then at the very end of that number sentence is another two. That stands for ties. When you score and the other team score, but at the end of the game, y'all scored the same amount, then you got a tie, and we done that already two times this season. But guess what? This week, we did not tie. Well, how'd it go, Tavin? Stay tuned, y'all guys. I got an update, but guess what else about the county fair? I, you know, I already talked about it, and you say, well, Tavin, you didn't have a county fair yet. No, but listen here, y'all guys. You know how they got all that fried food, basically the highlight of the fair. They also got rides and games. You know about that, which I don't do a whole lot of because it ain't a sure thing. Like, I'll spend some time on that if I got the money, but it's kind of like fishing. 
where I don't catch a whole lot, but I know I got them snacks. Hot fries, Star Crunch, Mountain Dew, Wag Bar, all kind of things. Them snacks are a sure thing, but what else do they have at the fair? This the sure thing for the fair. Well, they got livestock, they got rodeo, barrel racing, all that. What else? They got that air-conditioned building with them different businesses called the Business Barn. Guess who got a little booth? Tavins Lawn Care Services. So we had a meeting in town for businesses from our town that are going to have a booth, you know, a table at the county fair where you can hobnob and rub elbows and glad hand folks and that kind of thing. Tell them about what you do. So there's these details we got to work out. And so you go to a meeting and you sit around in folding chairs and and little tables and and you you talk and somebody, you know, lead the meeting and then everybody else kind of chime in or ask questions, get their things answered. And they serve a little popcorn that ain't fresh. It's like, well, it ain't hot. And maybe it's out of a bag, or maybe they just popped it earlier. But you can get you can get a little bag of popcorn. They had coffee that back there, and some lemonade, and a little styrofoam, little little eight ounce styrofoam cups. <clears throat> there wasn't no ice, uh, and so the lemonade was about to. Uh, you you know you basically had a vacation Bible school snack there at that meeting's kind of how it went, and uh, the popcorn wasn't too bad. I mean I could always use a little bit more butter on my popcorn than they were offering, but I ain't mad about it. It's free, you know. It's a meeting about these details anyway. I wasn't here for that, you know. I didn't go there and say, "Oh boy, I can't wait to go get some popcorn down to meeting tonight." No, I had to take care of that because as a businessman, I want to put my best foot forward, as they say. I want to give myself opportunity to get before more potential clients at the county fair because folks is coming from uh, different cities, towns, whatnots, uh, in in the area. Now, I ain't never had a booth at the county fair, y'all guys. So I'm kind of excited, but a little bit nervous. Don't know what to expect. So it's more just kind of sign up and there's a fee. But the hope is that as a businessman, I get more business because here's the deal. I'm getting close to having money for a pickup truck because if I do get jobs farther out in my county, my bike ain't going to cut it. I ain't talking about my bike cutting a lawn, although that would be a pretty cool invention. Ain't cutting it is a term, as they say. That just means it ain't going to gonna work for me to ride my bike 15 miles to a job not if i'm trying to get multiple lawns a day and you good luck toting a lawnmower behind you doing that so i'm putting my foot on the pedal as a businessman you know i got bud's lawn in the spring you knew about that you remember that bud the owner of the burger shed let me mow his lawn he got a big old piece of property outside of town and that can be kind of dicey when you start working for a friend you ever done that before you know i'm eating at the burger shed about three times a week or more and now I'm on Bud's lawn, but he's been really happy with the work I'm doing for him. So now I'm looking to keep growing. And that's how that goes. Well, Delma Spencer shows up to this meeting for businesses that want to have a booth and say she got a knack and holder collection she wanted display at the county fair. Well, that's all fine and well, Delma, but this ain't a meeting for county fair displays. Like, that's a different meeting. And Russell Tucker was helping run this meeting that we was at tonight. And he's trying to tell Delma all of this stuff. Like, it ain't time for you to figure out collectible displays right now. Well, Delma was ready, and she had a bunch of her kiddos file in that meeting with her different knacking holders. Like, it's a grand prize round on the prices, right? They just, oh, and, and over to the left is a knacking holder that looks like a peacock. And over here is a knacking holder that looks like a, a birdhouse. I mean, this ain't a job interview where you're trying to showcase your portfolio. Like, this is the wrong place for all of this. I never knew there's so many ways to hold a knacking. Turkey knacking holders, snowman knacking holders, camouflage rain boots knacking holders. I mean, for all the trouble Delma has had having money over the years, she sure found enough money somewhere to fund upwards of 89 knacking holders. 
And she assured us that there'd be no less than 100 by the time the county fair comes around. And we cared about as much as you might imagine. Russell, Russell, he was like, Delma, this ain't the time or the place for this. Plus, you're trying to convince folks that got no say in the county fair collectible displays. Like, we ain't got to say. We's business people trying to figure out how we're going to get our booths together. And she coming in there parading with her and her kiddos, these little knickknacks of knack and holder. Some of them are porcelain. Some of them are wood. Different kind of mediums. You might, one looked like it was made out of clay, like maybe one of her kiddos made it. I mean, I think that might be the one that put her over the top, you know, where she like, that'll be number 100 if I can't find any more. We'll use his. I went ahead and chimed in, too. I was like, yeah, Delma, I ain't got no say in what we're doing here. We ain't boating you in. You and your kiddos is going to need to box them up and get them back to your house or your mama's house. Because I ain't really sure where Delma's living right now, so I just wanted to cover my bases kind of thing. She sure didn't like to hear that, but I'll tell you right now, there wasn't nothing else that Delma could do at this meeting except wasting everybody's time. Well, after her kids helped themselves to the snack table that was set up for the meeting, they had that popcorn coffee they actually had some little donuts back there I didn't say little powder donuts i really ain't sure them kiddos drink coffee but i guess whatever was free that's gonna take so they ended up with some of that too maybe the lemonade too but i mean they had them little eight ounce styrofoam cups full of something sloshing around so there goes delma and her whole knacking collection along with them kiddos well that meeting wrapped up and i'm set to have a booth at the county fair that's what i do know happened I'm going to have a boot at the county fair, y'all guys. I'll probably be there uh, sometimes, but I plan to have a brochure or like a flyer, you know, so folks know about my business. So, you know, I'm away from the table or I go to get some food or I just want to go see the sites that, uh, you know, they can pick one of them up and take it and maybe call me late or something. That's what I'm thinking. Um, but I, I'm still working on maybe what's that going to be. But all that to say, a business is moving full steams ahead. I'm hoping this truck I got my own is going to help, too. This week, I also went to town uh, to visit my gal Cricket down to nursing home. That's where uh, she works part-time. She also delivers produce for her daddy's farm. She delivered the produce to the burger shed along with other places, you know, in our area. So I go down there to say, hey, when I know she got a break because I don't want to interrupt her on work. I don't want to be a distraction at her work where she's making money and then and then don't want to get her in trouble or nothing at her work. But when she's on a break, then she can take a break. And if she's taking a break, then I can be down there. We could talk like that's how that goes. So we was catching up, and while we was talking, I seen a big old pile of blanket shuffle by. It was a Credible Hulk blanket, big green guy on it. I was up by the information desk at the front of the nursing home. You know, that's that desk that, get, you know, if you come in and you want to know, like, which way somebody's room or whatever, they got a gal back there that'll say, oh, you go to the left or you go to the right. If you've been down there, you know there's them chairs next to that information desk. Like, it's kind of like a little lounge, if you consider a lounge like two folding chairs in the entryway kind of thing. Well, this credible Hulk blanket is shuffling by us, and all of a sudden, this old long, lanky finger extends out from under that blanket like E.T. pointing to the place where he want to phone home to. Well, I look at Cricket, and she look at me, bink, bink, and she kind of smile like she done this before, and I just ask her, is that Dewey Morton? And she said, who else? You might recall that Dewey intercepted the snow machine at the Winter Wonderland nursing home during Christmas time. Mischievous is the word for him. So mischievous. I mean, you can go listen to last year's Christmas podcast to hear all the trouble Dewey can get himself into. Well, Dewey's steady reaching out for that front door, but he can't seem to find it. He's underneath that credible Hulk blanket, but he's just reaching his hand out. So now he's got a decision to make. He 
Is he going to like shed that credible Hulk blanket? Just shed it like a little snake in its skin and drop that thing to the floor so he can see the door or just hope he gets lucky and finds that doorknob, just kind of nabs it, you know, when he's just kind of reaching out with that long, lanky finger of his. You know, Credible Hulk, he like a big old boy with an anger problem. You heard of him, right? He's like a cartoon guy kind of thing, but then he's like a, a real dude in some of them new movies. Well, Cody Mantell, he got an anger problem, but he don't turn green when he get mad. He's crashed a remote control plane at the softball fields one time. That made him so mad. He hit a pole in the parking lot of the burger shed in his lowered mini truck. That made him mad, too. The thing with that Credible Hulk, the reason that makes him so credible is that he turns into a big old boy once he get mad. Like, his superpowers is he's an angry guy, and that angriness makes it a superpower kind of thing because he turned green and big. Well, Dewey ain't no Credible Hulk. Hear me now. He might be 6'1", or at least was at one time. He might be shy at now. Slender fella. He can shuffle along at a pretty good clip, but he ain't got a temper, just to be clear. I ain't saying that. This wasn't really the Credible Hulk at the nursing home. It was Dewey Morton underneath a blanket at the nursing home, and he was still trying to find that door. Well, I decide to keep an eye on Dewey, and I just kind of hop up and open the door for him and just say, right this way, you know, kind of thing. And under, out from underneath that blanket, I say, I hear, a, oh, thank you. And then uh, that credible Hulk blanket kind of talking to me. So Dewey, he exits the front of the nursing home, and I follow him out. Cricket follow me too because she's official employee at the nursing home. Now, I've done quite a bit of volunteering down there, but it's part of her job, you know, kind of thing. You can't lose a resident. That ain't something you do if you work at a nursing home. So here we are outside the nursing home, and I guess in Dewey's mind, once he's outside, he can drop the disguise kind of thing. Maybe it's just because it's a hot day and he's covering a blanket, or maybe it's because he can't see with that blanket over his eyes and his head and most of his body, truth be told. Or maybe he's just thinking the nursing home employees would see him leaving that with that blanket on and say, oh, that's that's just the Incredible Hulk, and just think, well, Incredible Hulk ain't a resident here. Maybe he's just here to visit somebody. Looks like he got mad because he's green. Better just let him leave so there ain't no trouble. Now, I don't know what Dewey was thinking, but maybe that was it. You know, I don't really know, but Dewey did. He's dropped a blanket now, and there he is out in front of the nursing home, and you know what he's wearing? A swimsuit. No shirt. Goggles on his eyeballs. And he had them goggles tight around his head, buddy. Like he got them brand new. Didn't know they was adjustable. So he had them just gripping his head like a python on a field rat. Just steady hugging old Dewey's head. When I saw that, I was thinking he might as well have a blanket on. He can't see no better now with them little face-hugging goggles on. So here we are. Me, Cricket, and Dewey Morton out in front of the nursing home. Cricket wears these scrubs, you know, that's kind of like nursing home uniform. Sometimes she wears them creased riches and polo shirt, but not all the time down there. I'm in Jane's work boot, shirt, hat, you know, my work outfit for mowing lawns. And Dewey's there in a swimsuit, landing about six inches above his thigh. No shirt, a real tight face-hugging vice grip goggles locked on Dewey's wrinkly face. Them tight goggles made it more wrinkly than his normal face. That's just what them goggles was doing. So Dewey, he's looking left and he's looking right if he could see anything. And that's a big if. It had to be so blurry. I mean, so blurry. So I'm a little in shock. Like I'm looking over there at him in them little goggles and them little thigh high shorts and nothing else. And just kind of bink, bink. Like what in the world is going on, Dewey? Cricket deals with this all the time. She ain't phased no how. I just didn't expect to see Dewey dressed like all that. I suspected like your casual nursing home wear. Not tight little swimming trunks with even tighter little swimming goggles. 
what's your plan, Mr. Morton? You know, that's what Cricket, she, she hollered out to him to ask him. He kind of turned, like, in the direction of Cricket, but I can't believe he could see anything. I was surprised he even looked the right direction. So I just walk over there, and I loosen them goggles. I reach up to his little wrinkly head, and I think I heard him exhale, like, did his whole head just breathe a sigh of relief? I wouldn't be surprised. So here I am, just wondering what's next, and Cricket just asked him again, what's the plan? He kind of looked at her, and he shrugged. Then he turned to the sidewalk and he started walking. Well, you know what a sidewalk is. It's out in front. It's like walking away from the nursing home. And that ain't really the plan uh, when you got a resident that lives at the nursing home. You don't want him walking away. You know, that's just, I ain't even like official employee. I know that's like rule number one probably. Whoa, Dewey Morton, slow down. You can't run away from home. That's what I told him. So he says, how's that? And then he just says, I just need to cool down. That's what he says. He tells us he just needs to cool down. Cricket nods. She goes, follow me. Let's go turn on the sprinkler in the backyard. Dewey takes Cricket's hand. I pick up Credible Hulk blanket. I walk it back to Dewey's room inside the nursing home. Cricket lets him hang in the sprinkler on the backyard area. Like he's just, like he's just, he's walking in it. Like he's getting soaked. He's getting so cooled off and he's dressed for it. And it's got that glass door out there, you know, back there that looks into the recreation room area, ping pong and whatnot. So if you out there in that sprinkler on that little yard, you can look inside through the glass door to see the recreation area. If you inside, then that's vice versa. Then you look out and you see Dewey Morton in a sprinkler with little swim goggles on and, a, and a, the um, little tight little swim britches on too. Uh, he's still, I mean, I'm telling you, there was those goggles. I, they were looser, but they were still steady, right? where they, they weren't, like, draped around his neck like a necklace or nothing like that. I mean, they're still right on them eyeballs. Nobody escaped, and that's the good news about the nursing home. Dewey got cooled off. Circulation to his head was restored after the newborn baby goggles got loosened on his fully adult head. That had to feel so much better. I mean, he had to feel like a million bucks after that. I told Cricket I'd see her at the ball fields if she could make it, you know, because I had a game. And she said she'd try, and I had to finish my work day, you know. It was just a break, you know. She's just on a break, and I, she didn't get that whole break because we had to chase down Dewey Morton, who's under a credible Hulk blanket, tried to escape out the front of the nursing home. And then she had to cool him off that sprinkler. So she, it was a little bit of a, a, a break, but uh, not a whole break. I wouldn't call that a full-blown break, truth be told. So I finished my work, and then it was t I had to get back to the softball field to see if I could help Team Burger Shed add another win to our 4-2-2 two two record. That's the goal. Well, firstly, we was playing Team Sonic. They're sponsored by Sonic, just like we sponsored by Bud's Burger Shed. Russell Tucker slid me into the leadoff spot, and not a bad call if I do say so myself. And Rance Farnhort, he's behind me. Then Rusty Tidwell, Mort Dwydell, and he's batting cleanup. So that's how it kind of looked at the top of the lineup tonight. So here we are, and they got Ricky Briggs pitching for him. He drives a trash truck in town. Last year, his little brother Cody was on Team Burger Shed, but Cody wanted to spend his time studying to be like a firefighter. I don't know if he's doing that or not, but I do know that Ricky works fast on the mound. As soon as he gets that ball back, he pitches it right away. Well, little does he know, or maybe he do know, I don't know, that I work pretty fast at the plate. I went up there thinking I was steady swinging till I hit the moon with the ball. Well, first pitch, I fouled off, and it nipped Cheryl Grubbs on the hill. I don't know if it scared her or really took her out, but she hit the ground pretty quick and screamed, and I just hollered at her from home plate, You okay, Cheryl? 
that was a foul ball, you know, kind of thing. Just letting her know what hit her in case she thought, like, something sniped her. I don't know. She hollered back, I thought I got hit by cannon fire. So it turned out she did. Not only was it like sniper fire, she thought she got hit by heavy artillery. And, I mean, hey, you know, uh, it is what it is when Tavon Dillard hit a ball foul. I guess I hit it pretty hard kind of thing. So. But she okay. Now I'm thinking, uh, really, Cheryl, though, you thought it was a, a cannonball? I mean, you think that a cannon was fired and launched ammo at your hill at the City Lake Fields? You know, it's kind of like you crazy, but then it's hard to be mad because it's kind of like a compliment to my skill set uh, with the softball bat down the fields. So that's how that goes. But then I thought, well, uh, you know, that don't never happen that I hit a, hit a ball so hard. So I kind of shrugged. And I said, no, it's just me. You know, sorry about that. Well, no cannon fire. You know, I tried to throttle back a little bit because I was like, you you got to back out of this. She, she basically gave you a pretty big compliment. Uh, you just check on her and then go back to playing softball. So I somehow salvaged that moment. Well, she getting to her feet. Maybe nothing really hurt, but her pride, and she kind of limping it off. Well, Ricky, he's ready to throw, of course, next pitch, and he tried to sneak it by me, but I swing like I'm trying to push my bat to Tokyo. Like, let's get it out of here kind of thing. I made contact, and that ball flew over the dugout, and I hit my own bike. My own bike. Oh, well. That don't affect how it rides. Ricky, he, he bring the heat again real quick. Right after that, like, I'm still checking on my bike, like, looking over that way, and all of a sudden, I'd look back, and he got a new ball, and I'm locked in. I hit that thing so hard, right into the ground. Right into the ground in front of me, and then it bounced up so high, so high into the air. And the race is on. I'm hauling tail down that first baseline, and Ricky Briggs is standing there waiting for that ball to come back down. He's just waiting for gravity to pull that thing back toward the, the ground. I mean, the only other option he had was like reach up there and like act like it was a peach on a tree and try to yank it out the air kind of thing. So he's steady waiting, and I steady running while he's doing that thing. Well, by the time he gets to that ball, guess who's standing at first base, y'all guys? But I wasn't there for long because I was off the second base stealing that thing so quick, so quick. I pop up, and I look up to see Rance Farnhart lining the ball to the outfield wall. I'm telling you, Ricky Briggs don't wait. He just pitched that ball, and Rance about tore the cover off it. We was up 1-0 quick about the third inning. Myron Curtis was complaining about pain on his back, and he said, Tavin, lift up my shirt. And after I told him I didn't ever want to hear him say that again, I asked him why. He said, I'm hurting, Tavin, just lift it up. <sighs> well... There we are in a dugout, and it looks like I'm helping a toddler get changed. Myron's got his arms up, and I pull his shirt up. Myron's got blue tape. It's like that athletic tape, or it's supposed to be. You ever seen that athletic tape? It's like an athlete tape. It's like tape, but it's for people to play sports or athletes. Uh, well, it's real sticky, and I guess it makes your muscles feel better or something. I don't know. I, I didn't go to uh, back tape school. Well, it didn't take me long to figure out this wasn't athletic tape. It was painter's tape. And there's like six strips of it on Myron's hairy back. I said, what in the world, Myron? He said, I went down to Thunder Punch and their intern taped me up. Well, Thunder Punch, that's Coach Hicks' boxing gym, D.W. Hicks. He's my PE coach in high school. He got a gym in town now. He's a head lifeguard at the city pool, too. And I'm not sure there is an intern down there right now. But I heard Coach Hicks' nephew's in town, and he's been sleeping in the back at night. So, I mean, I did a little Sherlock Holmes, and best I can figure... He passed himself off as an athletic intern and put painter's tape all up Myron Curtis's back, and now that's hurting him. Well, let me tell you right now, it didn't feel much better when I yanked that tape and took about nine pounds of hair off Myron's back. Myron hollered and put Cheryl Grubbs hollered to shame, the one she let out when I hit her with the ball on the hill. I said, well, Myron, you're probably going to run faster now, I can tell you that. Morton Wydell dry heaved when he seen them wads of painter tape and clumps of Myron's hair back on the dugout floor. 
I don't blame him. It was gross. That's a lot of back hair. I guess I blame me. I was the one who did it because Myron asked me to. Once the damage was done, though, Myron seemed okay. You know, it felt better. I guess it's really like, you know, every time he's moving, you know, if that tape's too tight, it, he's feeling all that hair just get tugged anyway. So now we just we just did it all in one fell swoop kind of thing. In the fifth inning, Myron hit a three-run homer. Rusty Tidwell got some RBIs too. Team Sonic, well, they scored seven runs on us tonight. But guess what happened to Bur uh, Team Burger Shed? We scored 13 on them. So guess who got a cherry snow cone and won five games? Well, I got the cherry. The other guys got their own flavors. But Team Burger Shed, all of us won our fifth game. Good night at the fields. Good night. I tell you what, I sure am glad that you took the time out of your week to join me today catching up on my week in town. It's been a hoot. A hoot, I tell you. And I'm, I still, I got the county fair on my mind. It's next month. But boy, it's going to be a hoot. And I try not to mention it every week, but I can't guarantee nothing, y'all. Check out them show notes today for that new merch I was telling you about for the Patreon link. It'd be a big help if you could pitch in there. Uh, that's what's going to help. Best I can tell from my calculations, when folks are pitching in on something like Patreon, that helps me keep doing everything I'm doing with the videos, with the podcast, and maybe, hopefully, on to the next. Bigger, better stuff. Maybe TV, maybe film. But, uh... My pals here are helping Chancellor Park grow. So you can check out that link first. You can text or email me there, too. You see all that information in the show notes. Please leave me a comment if you if you can do that on whatever platform you listen on. Share it with a friend. Thanks for this, y'all, guys. And with that, well, I better scoot. But, hey, if you ain't put on the tightest goggles ever and tried to sneak out of the nursing home under a credible Hulk blanket this week, you having a pretty good week. Until next time, we'll see you later.